Hello and welcome to Twin Talk. This is Angie and I'm here with Joy and I guess we'll just get started. Um, So Joy, let's see, we just got through doing a podcast just a few minutes ago. We did the how and the why and uh, now I think we're going to maybe have a little bit of a lighter podcast. The the books will be a little bit less heavy subject matter, I guess you could say. So the book I am going to talk about is actually part of a series. Enjoy. This is the first time you even you don't even know what I'm talking no. about. I've never even mentioned this to I you. I don't before. even know what book she's doing. Uh uh-uh. So just a little backstory here. Um I was going back to work one day on my lunch hour and the library is only like two block two, three blocks from where I work. And I looked in their parking lot and they were having a sale. And they do this quite often when they're trying to just um I don't know. I guess so often they just go, yeah, Yeah. they're just trying to go through and get new inventory and get rid of some old books. Mm -hmm. And they'll literally like this last time, it was like sack of book for a dollar, a sack of books for a dollar. It was awesome. Some books one time, they were like 50 cents each or something like that. Oh, the library is like such a rich source for us. Yeah. I'm telling you. So unfortunately though, a lot of the books they were getting rid of were like these you know, kind of like to be outdated or. Well, I mean, it was just the genres. It was a lot of Harlequin romance type books, <laughs> yeah. and it was, I was. I'm not interested in those. And of course, I'm always looking for the old classics, especially children's books. But anyway, I came across they had a set of books for sale. There was, and I believe I got six or seven of them, and they were called the Patchwork Mysteries. Oh, I've heard of those. Oh, you have. Yes. Okay. Okay. Are they kind of like? Um, What's Murder, She Wrote type stuff? Yeah, I'm so glad you said that. Yes. Because they're called Cozy Mysteries. Yeah. They're, so there's, yeah. and I don't know if I, I understand, I haven't done a lot of research, but I want to say there, so Hallmark has a series of mysteries called the Cozy Series. Yes. And these are a branch of the Cozy Series called the Patchwork Mysteries. Oh, sure. I've heard of these. Okay. Yes. So, and, and Hallmark, like I said, is the one who who produces these. And we these. love Hallmark. Yeah. And I'm just so funny. I'm just so glad that you mentioned Murder, She Wrote, because I uh-huh. am a Murder, She Wrote geek or, <laughs> or fan. I, I guess I'm a big geek because I love the Murder, She Wrote right. series. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about... Jessica is like an old Jessica lady. Jessica Lansbury. Uh, Angela Lansbury. Oh, Angela Lansbury is her she, real name. She plays Jessica, and I can't That's think right. of Jessica's last name, but she's like a widow, and she's like a slewith, and she lives like uh, somewhere in New England in this real, uh, you know, quaint little town. She's and like she, a what? A slewith. A sleuth. A sleuth. A sleuth. Oh, a sleuth. Oh, sleuth. Oh, sleuth. Oh, sleuth. Oh, sleuth. How's that how you say it? A sleuth. Okay. I, guess I was trying to think what that was. <laughs> I, oh, I know what you're saying. A sleuth. A sleuth. Like a detective. Yes, yes. <laughs> Pardon okay. my accent. That's okay. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I used to watch Murder, She Wrote quite a bit, and I got made fun of, but... Well, <laughs> you kept talking about how you're addicted and how much you watched them. Yeah. And so I forced myself to watch one. Oh, if, no. Right after we had that conversation, so it's probably been you like did. a year. Oh, no. And, um... You couldn't get through it. It was so campy, so oh, it's, cheesy. I love, because you know me, I love camp. I yeah. love campy. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. This is where they went wrong, and the, the, all these shows do this. The whole the whole thing that makes that show so great is everything happened around her little 
village her little but then yeah. they started going off and doing shows like in other countries and I know, they, you know, they like were when Fonzie jumps the yes, shark tank. they were looking for material and it just got it it totally changed the whole vibe yes, of the show exactly that's what you know what i'm talking about when yeah. Fonzie jumps the shark and yeah. they said that's when happy days died yes it's like gilmore girls you and i love it because of the setting mm-hmm. and their their house we love their houses in the the downtown yes, if we, they ever moved the location of that show it's not gilmore girls right anymore. so exactly. that's anyway so anyway long so let's just cut back to the book um so the patchwork mysteries are it's kind of the same thing it's about an older and i don't think they ever give her her, her age but she's a grandma okay okay and she's like the grandma sleuth right okay and she That's has like my dream is that when i'm a grandmother if i ever get to be a grandmother um <laughs> oh you want to go out and solve mysteries? yeah why not oh. <laughs> i want to be the detective grandma not just yeah. laying around moaning hurting all the time right. be out there solving the mysteries exactly and she has it's kind of interesting because she has two granddaughters that she that she's with a lot and they're like one of their name was amy and i can't remember the other one's name but they're like teenage girls right do they help her solve they get to be involved in some of the mysteries and so anyway uh, like i said it is it's a mystery series and one of the things that drew me to the books was the covers they're real quaint and cottagey as a matter of fact i I know our listeners can't see this but i wanted you to see I, I i screenshotted a picture of a bunch of the covers for joy to see but they're just cute little quaint cozy covers um so anyway uh, there's a total of in this series there were 27 novels published between 2010 and 2013 okay so the chief protagonist is a quilter by the name of sarah hart she's an expert quilter who lives in maple hill new england so there's the setting and she puts her skills to work restoring quilts and making new ones. Uh, Sarah? Okay, I have to stop you. Okay. Maple Hill. Yes. I think of maple trees. Yes. New England. Yep. Quilter. Quilter. Why do you think they call it the Cozy Series? You talk about Cozy? <laughs> yes. Okay, sorry. No. Uh, you already have me. Keep going. Trust me, they have every element of a Cozy <laughs> mystery that you want. Okay, so, so so she is a master quilter. She restores quilts and she makes news, new ones. Uh, she is a Christian who uses her faith and natural curiosity to unravel uh, century-old mysteries. That's cool. Okay, and so century-old yeah, mysteries. some of the now mysteries. That's cool. Yes, and I'm going to talk about that in just a second. But over the course of the novels, she finds answers to many mysteries, including con artists, uh, disappearances, murders, theft of quilts and antiques, and answers to ancient family histories, among others. And so, the, of course, the thing that really fascinated me was she's. They do talk a lot about antiques. And um, so there's a lot of uh, the old history of houses and things mm-hmm. like that. And, of course, her being a quilter, she's very interested in antique quilts. Right. And so I read one of the books, and um, throughout the whole book, she would mention patterns of quilts. She would mention when they were probably actually mm-hmm. made. And then she'd mention um, just the history of the quilts. So that part was interesting that to me. Yeah. And there was a Hallmark series that I watched for a while. And the lady owned an antique store. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I think it was Lori Laughlin was oh, the actress. Wow. Okay. Before all the big uh, for the scandal. drama, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I love that. And here's why I love the show. I'm sorry, I'm getting off track no. a little bit. But the mm-hmm. reason I love the show is because she ran an antique store, mm-hmm. and then she had a friend who was a real estate agent. So you're always getting to see these big, amazing houses. And that was what the first episode oh, was wow. about. Was something about this house. I can't remember now, but it was in a quaint little look like a new england town it had the antique store it had the big beautiful old houses 
I love that show. And, uh-huh. it's, and I might have been called Tea Light Mystery. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, that's something sounded ringing a bell for but some anyway, reason. But yeah. anyway, I want to go back and watch some of those because yeah. it's kind of like, to me, it's probably like Murder, She Wrote, but mm-hmm. modern. Yes. And that was one of my favorite experiences was when I went on that New England trip. We were in Connecticut, and we came across this big old Victorian house that was a, an antique store. Mm, cool. And I'll never forget it was around Halloween, and they had a huge black blow-up cat on the front lawn and the Mm. cat was like a two-story blow-up wow so it was the biggest blow-up ever seen it was this huge black cat in front of this and it was just so cool anyway so uh, going back the the series was it's published by god post i know i've already said that but um no i don't remember you saying that oh i didn't i do remember our grandma pullen always had god post if you're not if you're not familiar if our listeners aren't familiar with that it's a christian Publication. Publication. And, and they were real small uh, little, like little devotionals yes. or little Bible studies. And they always had inspirational stories, but I, I believe. You know, I'm glad you said that because I kept reading guideposts, but for some reason that didn't click. Mm-hmm. The, the, I just remember Grandma Paul yes. always had them. And you know what? Around. I never, ever, not one time did I pick up a guidepost. That it wasn't extremely interesting. Very interesting. They had the most interesting, and every story was inspiring. Mm-hmm. It was positive. It was all... Just something Almost like feel chicken good. soup for the soul, but yes. from a Christian perspective. Yes, it, those guideposts were awesome. I, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's a memory I'd completely forgotten. Um, so, yes, they're published by Guidepost, and they said that this series is one of the best-selling uh, s- series of the Cozy Mysteries. Uh, they said ever, like one of the best-selling. Anyway, so like I said, it is set in an idyllic setting in New England, and, but basically just to... Um, you know, they just have this theme of faith and hope throughout mm-hmm. each of the books, and they have a belief that good will always triumph over evil. So you've always oh, got that cool. uh, throughout the book. You're, you're always, you know, looking at good's going to triumph over evil. And then uh, they talk about how the power of faith and prayer is a constant theme in the novel. So just very... Um, after I read the book, and as I was reading the book, that there's one thought that kept going through my mind over and over these are the sweetest, just sweet, simple, pure. They were just so pure. But I also kept thinking Joy would hate this book. I don't know that I would hate it. Well, you, I just kept thinking you would be, you would be saying, "No, this is cheesy, cheesy, mm-hmm. cheesy." Because you know, yeah. Sometimes when a book, but sometimes it's refreshing yeah. to have a book that's pure and doesn't have a lot of language or yeah. darkness in it. Yes, it's just, it's just a break yeah. from evil. Yeah, I just I, from a lot of the stuff that's out. I guess there. just because I know you so well, and because we talk about these things, but so many of the things they would say and do, it was like, oh, it was so old-fashioned and so cheesy. Mm-hmm. I don't know another word to say it. Yeah. So, honestly, I'm, I mean, I'm... Campy, Yes, cheesy. it was campy. So, it's funny because I love the... I love that it was so innocent. Yes. And, and I love that someone... That people are actually taking time to make these type of books. Yes. I'm so glad. they're so rare. They're very rare. So I love uh, the little house books, and they're yeah. very pure and very yeah. innocent. Um, yeah, I guess I guess what maybe... Maybe because this is fiction, and that yeah, was the truth. Yes, and I also just felt like... They're good books, don't get me wrong, but I kept thinking, oh, couldn't they have just been a little bit more clever? Yeah. Some of it was a little bit like... Maybe have a little more It was almost or, mundane in a way, uh, but I did also read that the particular book I read, I, re- I saw one, someone say that that was... That they had read a bunch of them, and that was one of their least favorites. So okay. it could be that I just kind of picked one what of the... What was the name of the one that uh, you read? So the one I read was called uh, Threads of Truth. Okay. And anyway, so it was... Um, Basically, just to sum it up, uh, and you'll see when I say kind of cliche, but uh, 
Sarah takes her two granddaughters with her, and she's going to go to a quilting conference, and she's going to be an instructor at this conference. And, and they go to a bed and breakfast in Connecticut or somewhere, I don't remember, and they get snowed in. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the the caretaker of the inn goes missing. And, and, the, and they're all snowed in. They can't get out. There's no electricity. Very, there's no phones. Uh, the shining-ish. <laughs> yes. There's no phones. There's no electricity. And they find a, a there's some blood stains on the carpet in the main room in the Ooh. parlor. And they think it belongs to the man who's missing. So the whole, they're there for three days, snowed in, trying, and they and they don't know if they're in, if it's one of the other bed and breakfast guests mm-hmm. who did it. And they're all... Kind of like Clue meets The Shining. Yeah, I'm sure not nearly as yeah. sinister as The Shining. But more Laura Ingalls' uh, innocence to it. <laughs> yes. It's very... Like, like, I, like, your daughter could read this book. She's eight or nine, and she would not get scared. And I like yeah. that. Yeah. That, it's, she, that it's yeah, clean that, They that do it in a way it. that it's not scary. It's yes. not nothing. So, anyway... Um, so they, anyway, so they're having, it's just through the book, they having to solve this problem. But it is kind of funny because they're all suspecting each other as to, no, you're the one that did something to Patrick. No, it was you. Um, so, um, okay. Um, so, I'm sorry, I kind of. Sorry, I hit pause. I had something I had to tell Angie, but, and so I got her off track. So you were just saying that Olivia could read this, yes. Even as an eight-year-old, she mm-hmm. could read this. There's nothing in there that would be offensive right. or inappropriate for and a child. Funny, and what's funny? I love that. And what's funny is you know how you and I will say, "Well, who would you recommend this book to?" Well, it's kind of funny. I've never ever recommended this to a certain group or what should I say, a d- demographic, mm-hmm. but I would recommend this book to senior citizen women. Yes, uh, I could see that. I think women, I'm just going to say anywhere probably from 55 to 60 on. Or all, uh, yeah. I think would enjoy this book. Mm-hmm. I really do, because so many things are written or from people a, our age who are Christians and just want mm-hmm. a break from... Yeah. Um, yeah. secular it's stuff. It's kind of like, have you ever, like, sometimes you say, I just want to kind of do some mindless reading? Yes. And I, I'm not trying to d- degrade yeah. the writers <laughs> yeah. at all, because they're good writers. I mean, they're yeah. pretty good. But I'm just saying, if you just want, like, something just to kind of just, that's freeing, and you don't have to think, you know, it's not too deep, thought-provoking. Yes. Just something kind of past the time. Just yeah. an pleasant, positive yes. read. Yeah. Yes. And I, yes. I'm curious, though, like, our mom, she turns 80 next month. Oh, yeah. I wonder what she would think of it, what she would have to say about it. I'm very curious. I she can be very cynical sometimes. Well, I, actually, I think our mom would like it, but the okay. last few times I've talked to her, every time I mentioned her reading, she's always just like, I don't have time, or, or she's just real <laughs> negative about reading, and I don't okay. know, maybe... Well, she always tells me she has a pilot. She has a pilot yeah. Books and articles and magazines that I just haven't had time to read them. Yeah, she always tells me she doesn't have time to read and she Which hasn't read any of the books she owns. she's a 80 year old widow. Now yes. she does work in the yard a lot. Yes. She's always running errands, watching our kids. It's not like she's sitting around with nothing to yes. do. She takes care of her house. So about a month ago, uh, she and I had a discussion because she's always telling me I don't have t- Oh, I wish I had time to do this or one of these days won't get around to that. And I finally <laughs> just pinned her down. I was like, Mom, you've been retired for how long? 30 years. At least. At least. Yeah. I said, you've been retired for 30 years. I said, you don't have a job. You don't have hobbies. You don't go anywhere. I was like, why do you not have time? You always <laughs> say you don't have time to do. I was like, if you're ever going to do something on a rainy day, this is it. Yeah. You know, and she's basically, this is what she told me. She said, well. Yeah, I remember this conversation. Okay. Well, I guess I could tell her. No, you listeners. can go ahead and tell. Uh, she, she basically said, well, 
I only have about three hours of the day that I feel good. Oh, yeah. And she said, well, so during yeah, those true. time, that window that I, because she, her back hurts her. Yeah, she, she has, has restless legs. She has lots of health problems. She said, during those three hours, I get things done that I feel like have to be done. And then the rest of the day, she said, I'm hurting or I'm sleeping. That or makes I don't more feel sense. good. So yeah. I felt kind of bad because I'm always like, mom, you always say you don't have time, but mm-hmm. you do. But, but that made more sense when she told and me And she's that. always helping us out. Yes, that's mom, true. Mom, if you ever listen to this podcast, thank yes. you. She has helped us out so much with home oh, i have like for example monday i have a dentist appointment who's gonna watch olivia mom mm-hmm. tuesday i have professional development all day who's gonna watch olivia mom she's mm-hmm. always there when yes. we need her thank you mom. can't tell you how many times i've luckily i don't live too far from her mm-hmm. i cannot tell you how many times i've come home and she's done a lot of laundry she's cleaned my kitchen i mean mm-hmm. just i mean i'm like what what i and i've always told Corby and my kids. I don't know what I would do without my mom. I really mm-hmm. don't. She has been so. This is turning helpful. into a Mother's Day. Tribute. Oh, I know. I know. She does. She's a wonderful mother, and I hate that she hurts all the time. But yeah, she has done so much for our family. Yes. Thank you, mom. Yes, mom. Okay, so the only other thing I was going to say, I just want to kind of read you a few of the book titles because they're just so cute. Yeah. Um. So, family patterns, muslin mystery, <laughs> homespun holidays, threads of truth. Secret and Stitches, Squared Away, and The Christmas Quilt. <laughs> Joy's laughing. Okay. So, I'll be honest. It's cute. Yes. It's cute. And I love it. Yeah. I love it. I'm not. So, yeah. but I will tell you this. I, I do think that maybe the book that I read wasn't one of the better ones. And these were all written by different authors. There's it's, Oh, it's, it's not the yeah, same Yeah, it's kind of like the Nancy Drew. Like, there might be mm-hmm. one author who wrote five or six, and there might be another author who only wrote two or three. Okay. It's spread out among different authors. Right. But I will tell you this. And, and uh, honestly, I can't say because I've only read the one book. But um, when I was reading the descriptions of the other books, the summaries, Mm -hmm. there was two or three of them that I was like, man, that actually sounds really interesting. Yeah. So one of them was a lady she found a, a false wall in her basement and then Ooh. and she when they when they uh shoveled through it or they they demolished it she found a little secret room and then she found an old quilt in the room and they Ooh. thought it was part of the underground railroad oh now and, that sounds yes very and so she took the, she takes the quilt to sarah and so she can uh, date it and, mm-hmm. and she's she's looking you know so she can kind of put it in a period of time mm-hmm. and then there was another book um there was a, one of her family members. They, one of their grandparents had died mysteriously a hundred years before, like a grandmother or a great grandmother, mm-hmm. and no one ever knew what happened to this person. Right. And, and there's something about and that. But what's interesting about this is, especially these women that love to quilt. I think mm-hmm. they would find this enjoyable. But no matter what the story is, somehow they bring in quilts. Right. And they bring in just the art of quilts and the the and they say not every book has it, but they said the majority so the same of them do. Thread, yes, through all the there, and that's and that's intended. what's so cute yeah. is there is a thread mm-hmm. of and talking about the same. quilts mm-hmm. and the just the art of quilting. So so when See, that sounds yeah. and, and the book we're about to do in our next podcast, Blackbriar. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I love about it is it's an old ancient cottage mm-hmm. and there's a hidden door in the basement oh. that leads to a tunnel oh i've always okay. been fascinated with secret passageways yes hidden staircase whatever old houses and um i always said if i were wealthy i would want like a hidden door to a secret mm-hmm. passage oh, yeah. and a library and all that good stuff oh yeah so anyway just to basically uh, sum this up patchwork mysteries um 
Oh, I forgot to do my rating. The book I read. Oh, yeah, we've been forgetting yeah. to do our ratings lately. I know. Oh, and, what, we just, oh, did uh, we do the uh, Last of the Mohicans? Yeah, I gave it a Mohican, remember? Oh, that's yeah. right, because I said yeah. you should have done Mohawks. So, so on this one here, the book I read, I hate to say this, but I would only give that book probably two and a half patches. Okay. But, but, <laughs> yeah. but, yeah. um, but honestly, I mean, I truly would recommend this for an older, okay. older, older women. Females. And, yeah. Okay. Especially. And they were a men yeah. quilt too. So oh, you never yeah. know. Yeah. Cause it's funny. Cause the, through the book, you can see everything's from her perspective yes. as an older woman, right. as a senior citizen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I forgot to give a rating on the how and the why. Oh yes, you did. So man, I dropped the ball. Gosh, well, be... I, I, we'll just have to, uh, Learn from our mistakes yeah. and not forget to do our ratings anymore. Yeah. Well, honestly, when you first started talking about it, I was like, oh, no. But yeah, the more I, was, you, I couldn't wait to see your reaction. I know, but I, the more yeah. you talked about, the more interested I got. Yes. And matter of fact, I don't know that I'm going to go read one of those books, but it makes right. me want to go watch one of those cozy mysteries on Hallmark Channel. Yes, yes. And now that I'm out for the summer for school, yes. not to rub it in. Uh-huh. Two people have to work through the summer. Yeah. But um, I, w- I may watch quite a bit of Hallmark see, mystery movies this summer. Yeah. I love them. See, I, the cheesier, the better sometimes. Yeah, I think to me that's one of those just guilty pleasures, especially on a winter day, which mm-hmm. we're midsummer now, but um, just to get you a cup of hot chocolate. And they even make oh, shirts yeah. that say things like uh, oh, yeah. Hallmark. I'm, you know, give me a Hallmark and a cup of hot chocolate or whatever Yeah, I love the socks that on the bottom. <laughs> if you can read this, I'm watching Hallmark yes. Shut Up or something like that. Yes. I can't remember I now. love those. Yeah, but I that's one of my favorite things to do is watch Hallmark movies on a cold day. So, and, and this is this book, it kind of gives you that same feeling yes. only in book form. And one so. thing I will say about my husband, Jeff, that yeah. I will brag on him, <laughs> Yeah, he will sit there and watch a cheesy Hallmark movie with oh. me and not complain. Wow. I know a lot of people who won't even give him, but he'll sit there and watch it with wow. me. Wow. And he's, and he's, I love that about him. They'll be yes. like, okay, we'll watch one of your chick flicks yeah. or one of your Hallmark or Lifetime. Uh-huh. And this is funny, too. I'm going to throw them under the bus here. But um, <laughs> so many times I love um, true crime shows. Oh, me too. And he'll walk in and go, oh, what are you watching? These are stupid. Why are you watching this? The last two times. Oh, I he, thought he would like true no, crime. No, oh. he does not like watching the true, like 48 hours, yeah. uh, Dateline. I love all that stuff. Yeah. He'll come in if I'm watching something like that and he'll be like, and but he'll lay down by me if I'm in the bed or whatever. And guess what? He'll watch it for yeah. like 30 seconds to a minute, and he's hooked, yes. and he finishes it out with me. Yep. So, yep. Jeff, you can deny it all you want, <laughs> but if you actually give him a chance, I think he li- he really oh. likes them. Yeah. We know. We know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's all I had. So, I guess um, we're going to see you next time, and we are going to be discussing Joy's book. Black is it Blackbriar? Blackbriar. Blackbriar. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that because And I wonder if as we talk about it if maybe you have read it and just don't remember. Yeah, and, and I honestly, you know, when you said Blackbriar, I immediately remembered the book. I remembered that you know that you I know for I knew for a fact you had read it and I and I associate it with our teenage years. Yes. Like maybe you read it as a teenager and you own the book. We're gonna talk about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so but I just can't remember if I ever read it. So right. I'm curious to see what's I'm about gonna, to see once if I we remember. get off here, I'm gonna show you the cover and see if that sparks. I think I saw the cover okay, a while ago, well that's yeah. a new cover oh okay that's a newer published book what year was it published 1972 okay but i want to show was you the a, original I'm, cover. i know i'm getting into your podcast too prematurely but it was it a hackett library book yes okay okay mm, definitely. all right well we're getting ready to as soon as we turn this off we're going to be right back with our next podcast even though you guys won't hear it till a week later mm-hmm. but uh we will see you next time on twin, twin talk, talk.